0: Good day, everybody, and what is up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. My name is Dr. Nick Meyer, sitting here on March the 15th, a little bit after 4 p.m. on this overcast day. And right off the bat, I have to apologize for this podcast being a little longer than normal, because I try to sit around 10 minutes. If I go past that, I apologize today, because um, I'm going to talk about the coronavirus. So, today's topic is going to be about sexuality, sexual health and the coronavirus. And I really want to hit on three major topics and that is dating, HIV and corona babies. So, you may be asking yourself, "What the hell is a corona baby?" And I can tell you right now, it has nothing at all to do with the beer. So, let's get into it. Let's talk about all those topics today. And also, before I forget, I have to give a shout out to all of the doctors out there, to all the nurses, to all the other medical staff, to the researchers, to the LPNs, the RNs, everyone out there who's helping to save lives during this outbreak, this pandemic. It took a long time for them to call it a pandemic, but These guys are actually out there putting their lives at risk on a daily basis. So if you want to talk about the actual definition of a hero, I think all those guys fall under that category. So to begin this podcast, I want to talk to you directly about how COVID-19 spreads, and I'm going to read from you directly from the CDC website just to prove that I'm not making this stuff up or anything. So it says this. How COVID-19 spreads, person-to-person. The virus is thought to spread mainly from person-to-person, between people who are in close contact with one another within about six feet. Through respiratory droplets produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes, these droplets can land in the mouth or nose of people who are nearby or possibly inhaled into the lungs. Can someone spread the virus without being sick? People are thought to be the most contagious when they are symptomatic. Some spread might be possible before people show symptoms. And to continue, spread from contact with contaminated surfaces or objects. It may be possible that a person can get COVID-19 by touching a surface or an object that has a virus on it and then touching their own mouth, nose, or possibly their eyes. But this is not thought to be the main way the virus spreads. So let's talk about dating. Because, of course, it kind of makes sense that if you're not feeling well, you probably won't want to go on the date anyhow. And hopefully your dating partner would understand that and not catch an attitude or get upset because it could be anything. It could be allergies or it could be an actual cold or the flu, or maybe not even COVID-19. But you may want to err on the side of caution here. So I'm just saying. So it may be better just to postpone the date for a couple of weeks and actually talk on the phone and get to know each other a little bit longer. But that's not a bad idea. So my question is this. Is COVID-19 sexually transmitted? And according to Dr. Angela Rasmussen, who is a virologist, she says that there is no evidence yet that the coronavirus is sexually transmitted. So, in the same article I'm reading from Vox, she asked a question So are things like oral sex, vaginal sex, anal sex, and hand jobs less risky than kissing? And her answer is yes. Anna Moldon From Arizona State University says this, quote, here's the thing. Yes, kissing is probably the most effective way to spread the virus. COVID-19 does not appear to be sexually transmitted. However, all sex is close contact. You're breathing on one another. You're, You're hopefully touching each other a lot. I guess I could imagine everyone showering, sanitizing yourself when you come to the house and then showering before and making sure that you're, that you're never face to face, but it doesn't sound like a lot of fun. The short line on this is that all sex is close contact. It's the definition of close contact. So there is no way to have it without risking transmission. Let me say this really quickly. For those of you who are active on the booty call sites, you may have to change your game up a bit. Just hear me out. For about 20 years now, more than 20 years, I've been preaching safer sex. So if you're going to be out there and having multiple partners, which is fine, you still have to protect yourself from from STDs. And that's usually been my line. But this time, you really can't kiss your partner. Or, truth be told, it's like you really can't even breathe on them without risking transmission of this COVID-19. So you may have to rethink everything and even slow your game up a little bit. And that's the truth. That's the truth. And now I want to change it up a bit and talk about HIV and the coronavirus, because many of you know I've worked in HIV prevention education for more than two decades. And I'm still working in HIV prevention as a case manager. And a really nice article came out in POZ Magazine, POZ, on March 2nd, and it was one of the first articles that, that actually discussed the coronavirus and HIV. So what I'm going to do right here is just read a piece of the article that discusses the possible complications with those who are are HIV positive. It is a very nice article. So here we go. What about people with HIV? Compared with with the general population, people with compromised immunity are at a higher risk of developing more serious COVID-19 illness. The HIV population is aging and nearly half are over 50. Those with low CD4 cell counts indicating advanced immune suppression are at a greater risk. People with HIV are more likely to develop cardiovascular disease and may do so at a younger age. Luckily, the POS article was updated again on March 13th by Dr. John Brooks, MD, from the CDC, who said that, quote, the risk of COVID-19 is likely greater for HIV-positive people who have a low CD4 count or do not have full viral suppression on antiretrovirals. Nonetheless, given how much remains unknown, he advised that all people with HIV take precautions. Dr. Brooks continued by recommending that people who are HIV positive have at least a 30-day supply of medications, keeping up to date with their flu and pneumonia vaccines, and establishing a plan for clinical care if isolated or quarantined. Finally, he advised quote, maintaining a social network, but remotely. Social contact helps us stay mentally healthy and fights boredom. So, for about the past month, if not more, I've been talking to my clients, my HIV positive clients, about making sure that they are taking their medication as prescribed by the doctor. It keeps the amount of HIV virus low in their system, and it'll also give their CD4 count or their immune system a bit of a boost just on the chance that they do run into COVID-19. And unfortunately, I have a handful of clients who actually have their medication but are making the choice not to take their medication as prescribed by their doctors. And I just try to advise them, man, look, it's in your best interest to take your medication. But if they don't want to, I can't take it for them. As I start to wind down this podcast, I I just have to talk about corona babies. And I'm sure you are thinking, what the hell is a corona baby? Well, what do people do when they are trapped inside with nothing else to do? They start to have sex. And they have a lot of sex. How do I know this? We do the same thing when there's a snowstorm, and those and those babies are called blizzard babies. So these babies, nine months from now, will be called corona babies. I guarantee it. Just wait for it. It's gonna hit the news sooner or later. But the scary part is this: this time there are millions of people. are going to be who are going to be stuck inside having a lot of sex so my suggestion is this get yourself ready get yourself some condoms get yourself some breath control make sure you have enough breath control to last you for a week or two or a month or whatever get some lube get some batteries or, or, or whatever you need start to prepare now people are are out there buying, buying toilet paper and hand sanitizer you also need to buy some condoms. So as I close out this podcast I'm not really sure what's going on out there. I know people are starting to panic and panic buy and buy up all the water and everything like that and buy the toilet paper and hand sanitizer and things like that. We're not in a good place right now and that's just and that's just the truth. I have no clue what's going to happen. I know the government got a slow start with the testing. I guess it's ramping up now. Please be safe out there. One of the easiest things you can do is wash your hands. Try not to touch your face. Also, please be mindful that you may want to wipe off your cell phone because think about some of the places that you put your cell phone down or or, or people put their cell phone face down on the table. And also, You may want to just spray down your doorknobs, too, because who knows how many people come in the house on on a daily basis, touch the doorknobs, and who knows where those hands have been. I just want to plant that little seed out there. So everyone stay strong, stay tuned, and I'll talk to you soon.